thank you to the supporters of the What We Remember podcast. Matthew J., Jacqueline M., Nathan E., Paul and Sandy J., Elio, Sarah P., a.k.a. Situational Daddy on Instagram, and Big Time Jim. Help support our show by going to patreon.com slash what we remember. Thanks. Are you guys cheating with notes? What are you doing? No, we'll no just, I'm, I'm just, you know. Going through emails. Going through my habits. Old yeah. habits die hard. Come on, let's do it. Let's we are doing it. I hit the button. What else that. more do you need from me to start the show? Ugh. Five, four, three, Coming two, down. one. Here Boop. in the studio, we have Bradley Jones on the mic. Hello. He's going to introduce this segment, the opening segment. <sighs> so sleepy, though. Mm. This is good radio. And yeah. that concludes the opening segment. <laughs> Welcome to your nighttime. <laughs> brought to you by Calm, the meditation app. Brought, brought to you by, Calm. Me, by melatonin. No brand, just the drug. Straight melatonin inside your veins. Get you right to bed. Because life isn't worth staying up for. <laughs> do you want to be sleeping 16 hours per day? Yes, I do. <laughs> I feel like that announcer's way too excited for that product. It's like melatonin. Be like, do you? Do you I'm, I can't. I'm too tired. I did melatonin. Six hours of energy. The rest of that time asleep. Uh, that might be worth. You get a lot of productive productivity. That'd be really, yeah, that's a really interesting drink. You'd be like, guarantee yeah. six hours of hyper productivity, and then an, uh, and then crash. like a hard crash. You're like, do you have Forced. trouble falling asleep, but also troubles mm-hmm. getting your work done? Do you want to be we motivated have, like, and rested for you? Time to lose a third of your lifespan. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fine with losing large chunks of your life? <laughs> Five hours, auto shutdown, energizer. <laughs> it's like Windows Update in a can. What product was it? A drink? What is this? A drug? What is yeah, this? Are we taking this? All of it the could be above. a drink. I don't know. <laughs> it's an herbal supplement, Brad. Oh, but you, if you really want the, the real energy, it's, it's the one that gets the IV drip. There you go. Oh, yeah. Get that into my veins, literally. Yeah. I have heard from my friends in the medical field that... Uh, of what was it a vitamin b bag it, like iv is like the best cure for a hangover wow Ooh. like they just show up and they're like it's a hot tip i can't do it just give themselves a quick iv of that like <laughs> give me a, a hit. quick give IV. me a hit of that vitamin i don't b. think it's quick well <laughs> uh, you'll be sitting there for like an hour or two i've never had enough hangovers to ever like seek out a cure for them they have there's actually done this yeah. they actually have like the i've had some bad hangovers yeah yeah do you, they, have a, you have your own personal cure or you just deal with no, it no i've ne- i haven't had enough to cure yeah it. <laughs> had, i mean they're same boat as you hangovers I, to, I, need I, to cure I, it. I, yeah. i'm so intentional in avoiding them that I, yeah i just don't really have to deal with them so much i'm just like i don't want if i just look at the, at the allure of wrong, being drunk it, is I'm not gonna there get anymore a hangover and i don't it's like yeah it's not worth that at all yeah the allure of getting drunk is not there anymore. Now no. it's just drinking. I feel like that's yeah, what that's when you like know you're like getting to be the old person it. is when you're yeah. watching like media and like the young people are like partying and just chugging stuff. You're like, guys, guys, you know, let me explain. <laughs> I, I, and I remember somebody saying a long time ago when I was like maybe 21 or something like that. And they were like, there's no reason to drink other than to get drunk. And then I was just like, what? <laughs> what? Have, you, have you tasted good booze? Have you ever had it before? 
ever had a nice mixed drink or a I was like, at that age, you're no, just, you're, you just must be drinking terrible, terrible stuff. Then. Oh, you, have the, I would always drink bottom then. shelf. Did you just, yeah. yeah. For a long time, I was convinced that like vodka could not be good because yeah. all I ever had was just the terrible mm-hmm. stuff in the giant, giant gallon cans or whatever. That's true. And then finally you get like good vodka and you're like, wait a minute. Wait, it's clean? Wait, what? <laughs> it tastes good? I can just drink this? Yeah, it's like smoother too. Yeah. I think I just realized I don't really like liquor that much, so I don't drink it anyway. But occasionally I could do a mixed drink. Mm-hmm. You'd love a Bloody Mary. I do. Ooh. I do. I overdid it. Mm. <laughs> there was a good like three years I overdid it. Oh. <laughs> you had to try something else. Well, at least you tried. And then I gave up. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Bradley Jones. My name is Andrew Moltenauer. I'm Andy Hubert. And this is not a movie review podcast, but it's a podcast where we try to remember a movie that we haven't seen in a very, very long time. And this is what we remember about Clueless. Were there two or three bad guys in Home Alone? And who was that forgetful fish in Finding Nemo? Join us as we're watching films. See what we remember and what memories we kill. Let's start the show. Here we go. This is what we remember. The movie with Alicia Silverstone. <laughs> That's Andy's bit, Brad. <laughs> I said it after the song. <laughs> it was a really weird cut. <laughs> <laughs> you said you didn't know much about this film. You didn't grow up with this one. No, I know. What? I grew up with this film. Did you? I was alive when this film was made. I mean, it's... I grew up with it. <laughs> <laughs> like it was in your bed. It was, yeah, it was in my house. I watched it age a long Sign me and wore out. It's you and the clueless like VHS tape measuring each other on the wall as the tick marks go <laughs> up. Clueless, you're the same height. Sending you gotta go about you. Gotta eat your vegetables. What is this? Mid nineties. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 90, yeah, yeah. 94, 95. 93, 94, yeah. Okay. 94, 95. Not 93. What are you talking about? Mm, oh, no. break, get out of here with that shit. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so in this movie, we have uh, Brittany Murphy. Ooh, late great. Mm. We have Paul Rudd. Uh-huh. That's right. Yeah. Alicia Silverstone. Get on that rudder. Um, I don't ever remember this girl's name, but she got in, in some trouble. Stacy Dash. Yep, Stacy oh, Dash. Yeah, she yeah, got yeah. some trub trubs. She did. <laughs> I don't know where her career's mm. at right now, but I also didn't know where her career was before 2016. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. She was one of the few cast members that came back for the television show because I used to watch that as a kid. Oh. <laughs> was she the only? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, maybe the redhead came back. I forget okay. her name though. Yeah. yeah exactly. And the others, Wallace Shawn. He's Wallace Shawn's Wallace Shawn's in the oh, film. Yeah. Okay, no, Wallace Shawn is. Uh, Cher, which is Elise Silverstone's character's name, is Teacher. Oh, okay. Wait, what? Oh, his name is Cher or Cher's in the movie? Cher's Alicia Silverstone. That's the main protagonist. Is, oh, so is Wallace Shawn one of the teachers that she ships? Yep. In the, in the yep. Yeah, okay. We, um trying to think there's two so everybody would know wallace and, uh, sean from uh princess bride um mm-hmm. no no uh my my dinner with uh she's out of control <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to name a movie toy story know. my dinner with andre who, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 my dinner with andre yeah it was weird he wrote and directed that film uh, it's, i don't know i've never seen it there's also uh daniel Faison. yeah donald Faison. donald in this. yeah from oh. scrubs turk Oh, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Also, yeah. Uh, oh yes, yeah. Brad, it's it's our boy Brecken Myers in this. Yeah, Brecken Myers. He's uh-huh. he the guy from uh, Final Destination. 
You kept on thinking no, it was. No, it's Damn. not. He's um. He was. What movie was he in that we did? The party movie. He shows up. Oh, in, like ten. Uh, um. Uh, is he in? We thought Ethan Embry was him, but he was also in Euro the movie trip? with Ethan Embry. He's yeah. also in Eurotrip. Yeah, he is he, also in Eurotrip. Yes. Yeah. Cher's dad is also an actor that we should know. He's in a ton of stuff, but I I couldn't tell you the dad from uh well the principal from you Saved know by him the Bell. from Adam's Family. He was just in a movie we did. Adam's I, Family, I believe. Yeah, he plays the uh, sh- the Schneidly lawyer guy. He's also in Joe vs. the Volcano. We just talked about this guy. What movie mm. is it? Cheating if I look up our no, old episodes? No, don't look at no. <laughs> what episodes we've done? <laughs> oh man! Um, is it the guy from Ferris Bueller? No, 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 no. What's he look like? <sighs> he looks like a rat. <laughs> with a, with a. Oh, he was in uh, the 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 uh, searching for Bobby Fisher. Oh, he played the evil, or not the evil, but the very strict um, drill instructor guy who yells at the parents. That guy's the dad. Oh, in the in the gym at the first tournament of Bobby Fisher. Yeah. What a role. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking? Wait, which person? This is he's the one, a month ago. So in the scene oh, yeah, where oh. he's yelling, you think he's lecturing the kids on the rules, but he's actually telling all the parents yeah. from the he's chess the dads. Oh, yeah. The guy from Night at the Roxbury. Oh, but he's the dad man. of the one kid or is he the ref? He's the dad of Cher. Oh, no. He's the oh, dad of say We're yeah. mixing these movies tough. He's mm. the ref? He's, he's no, the ref of Bobby Fisher. He's, he's, he's the Dennis dad Leary in, in the ref. <laughs> yes. Are you talking about the guy who was yeah. with the hairy arms? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah, the yes, guy, yes. the dad. Yeah, we figured it out. From Night of the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we got there. Wow. This guy doesn't have a name. If he had a name, it'd be easier. Here's the thing. Give this guy a name. The fact that we all have phones, <laughs> but in our podcast, we can't look this stuff up. Which is a rule that we've this only... This is just life before yeah. phones. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, is normal <laughs> start no, normalizing <laughs> figuring out this guy from what movie you've seen him from he's, he's also in uh, blood ideas, simple yeah. mm-hmm. as well oh, okay. he play. he's the guy that get, gets killed in that movie Woo. i don't know what else he's from but I, I probably he's great there's also uh shares like d- there's a dude in the so movie he's the dad who's also famous but i don't know him yeah yeah I do remember that now. Okay. Can we start talking about the film? Yeah. Uh, the Jeep. Yeah, she has a Jeep, <laughs> right? Yeah. I can top down. Iconic. What, they're in California? Oh. Yes, I think they got to be Beverly Hills or LA? Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is a Beverly SoCal Hills. film for sure. Because mm. uh, they're Valley Girls. And Cher narrates pretty much the whole film. Sure. She, this you, is going to be so confusing the first entire person. time that Brad yeah. keeps so you, saying it's, Cher. Um, I'm going to say Cher. It was irresponsible of this movie to name She's like character. narrating the movie? Yeah. Okay. And like her thoughts, you know. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm graduating her, from monologue. high school at the end of this This. She's semester. educating the audience, us dummies who don't know anything about her life as this debutante. I'm the most popular person in school. They have all this slang for things. Oh, yeah. They just throw it at you, expect you to know what it is. As if. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Clueless. <laughs> wow. Is that, is that, it? Uh, is that oh, in the area? Yeah, oh, yeah. Because Brittany Murphy, let's talk about the point of the, the name of the film. She's clueless. Yeah. She's the clueless. Yeah. Is this a bit of Taming of the Shrew? Is that what's happening here in this movie? The a little taming bit. There's, some, there's, yeah. there's, there's, there's a pinch of it. A little bit. There's a pinch of that. I, I, I suspected it. Because <laughs> <laughs> Brittany Murphy's the new girl in school. Yeah, and the new right. awkward weird yep. girl and Cher. I don't know if they have. And she's a name. wearing like what? Like I don't know. Like uh, yeah. baggy jeans. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. Nirvana uh, t-shirt. Uh, and, I don't know. Oh, there um, you go. 
I think she's wearing like a fuzzy blue bucket hat. Yeah. Classic. She's a fish out of water. From another state? Uh, yeah, she just Alabama. moved in. Yeah, she moved in from somewhere. Mm-hmm. And they feel bad for her, so they take her under her wing and like teach her the ways of the clueless. Well, like, like even more than that, it's like I feel like she she her her Paul Rudd's character is like all, uh-huh. he's like the nineties like woke liberal guy. Mm-hmm. Like he's like got to save the whales and stuff. And I feel like he inspires her to like do good things. So she ships those teachers. Okay. And she's like, I should do this more. Yeah. This is because look how the, happy they are. The first act is her shipping the teachers and then realizing, hey, I could do this with people. Yes. And then that I know that's in real when life. they pick up Wait, Brittany Murphy. What, shipping the teachers? You know what shipping is? Are, are you aware the lingo. of the term? What do you mean by shipping the teachers? It's when you get them to hook up. Get them to in a relationship, yeah. Andy. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, you. Oh, jeez. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna leave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get it. She, why is she trying to hook them up? Because these they're like she get better grades. Yeah, if, they're like super strict yeah. teachers, and she's like they just need to get laid. She needs to get like a, at least a B or something in like a class, or else she's gonna fail. Mm-hmm. And then that's like the impetus of her like wanting to help the teachers because if she puts them in a good mood, then her grades will go up, <laughs> and things will go because uh, faulty thinking. Cher's dad sees the report card, freaks out, and she's like, "You better fix it." And then somehow she does by hooking the teachers up, and she gets better grades. And she's like, "I don't but- know how you did it." But you did it, Cher. Cher, what's this all about? My report card? The same semester? Uh-huh. What'd you do, turn in some extra credit reports? No. Did you take the midterms over? Uh-uh. You mean to tell me that you argued your way from a C-plus to an A-minus? Totally based on my powers of persuasion. You proud? Honey, I couldn't be happier than if they were based on real grades. <laughs> but really, what, is her like her allowance on the line or something like that? If she gets a bad Probably. grade? Probably. Yeah, gym. she can't go to Cabo or something. Or, yeah, there's yeah, no Coachella no, this no year. Trip. Oh, <laughs> no trip. Or, uh, no Burning Man. But Tupac's there as a hologram. <laughs> yeah, maybe just an allowance gets taken away. That'd be a big deal for her. Because she's a daddy's girl. She wants to oh, impress, yeah. impress yeah. her dad mm-hmm. all the time. She, she even wants to be a lawyer like he is. There's a couple daddy's girl type movies uh, mm. that this came out around yeah. these these couple years. Like ten things I hate about you. Yes, thank you, thank you, yeah, thank you. Check out that previous episode How of our podcast. Ten days. Can I tell you where I was? I was thinking of Drew Barrymore films because that's where I thought you were going. Oh, and I was like, is there a oh, moment in a oh, Drew Barrymore movie where oh. she's like trying to? Like Are we gonna talk about one. Ever After? <laughs> Eventually, I think we have to. I've never seen it, but I'm oh, willing to no. watch. I'm willing to dive in. Let's do it. <laughs> I can. I know fairy tales. I can figure this out. Oh, it's so simple. <laughs> it's, what is it, Cinderella? What is it? Yeah. Snow, okay, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed, Nailed it. it. <laughs> Didn't even have to see it. No. So, so there's like there's essentially a click. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, of all the cool people in school, that she's one of them, and all the people we named, all those characters we named are, are in them. And they're all dating each other. Stacy Dash is dating Donald Faison. Um, they almost get in a car accident, and they thought their lives were and then over. They, they, they kill a guy, and then they have to keep it a secret. That's, that's and then the this guy's like, next I know summer what you did. Like, the next year, it's like, I still know. <laughs> and then the third then, one's like, I still knew I still, a little bit. And then they get I still have some hurt feelings about it. <laughs> and they get freaked out, and they start driving, and then this truck with logs starts like breaking. Uh, I can no longer forgive you. It's like seven different movies. <laughs> the plane now. crashes. It's, it's, it's just a transition of grief. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's better to describe like the characters' arcs and changes rather than yeah. describing like the plot, yeah, the plot not, of the film. I can't really remember the plot it's exactly. It's just like characters it's evolving. Dense. There's, and yeah, I remember there's like, like there's a scene where she wants to go to a party and then like. Mm-hmm. 
she doesn't want to leave with the guy, and then she's stranded, yeah. and then she has to call another it, guy. Remember that? Well, then, well, then that guy. Well, we, we can set that up in yeah. a second. Yeah, I'll, I'll let say Amy it, it's, this movie. It, it's a weird comparison, I think, to make, but it, it, it's it, in a sense, it's kind of like the Last Jedi, where you have <laughs> what you have like four sets of characters that are foils for each other, mm-hmm. and and they each have their own independent arcs wow. throughout the film, and the, it's like keeping track mm. of them in a linear format is tougher than just talking about each character. I never thought I'd get and here way through. Wow. Here we are. There you go. Talking Clueless the is the last Jedi. They're same. Movie. I want this hill to come back in part two. <laughs> and give me direct parallels between the characters and their names. Wow, Jar Jar Binks was in this one. <laughs> He's not in last Jedi. <laughs> so Cher is wanting to hook up Brittany Murphy with this dude. I think his name is Alvin or something like that. Some really cool dumb name. But she isn't. Is or he, he is anybody not, we know? Or? Yeah, he's a famous guy, but I don't know who he is. Okay. He's very tall, and he's got dark hair, and he's good looking. And she, he wants to date Cher, but Cher wants him to date her. So, but things so go ten things. Things go south and weird, and eventually, the thing that you went to, where she goes to a party, and then she doesn't have a ride home. That guy tries to put the moves on her and Ooh. take her home, and like blows up. And right, then and, then, and then he's like, I'm sorry, get in the car, and then she doesn't want to get in the car. I think she might even get in the car, but maybe he makes a move or something And then she happens. gets out, yeah, and then he gets... just ditches her. Yeah. And then she's all upset, but isn't this where and Paul, then Paul Rudd, Rudd picks, her, picks up. her up? Yeah. Yep. So This is like the only sequence I really, really okay. remember. It's a big one. It, it moves, uh, puts all the characters in the right places. Yeah. Paul Rudd is related to her in some way. It's a, yeah, it's stepbrother. Yeah, it's a stepbrother. It's a stepbrother. Oh, yeah. oh, we'll get there. <laughs> and so they don't really <laughs> like hi, each hi, other. Hi. No, oh yeah. no, no, they don't like each other no. at all. Mm. Now I'm remembering that. Mm-hmm. So Brittany Murphy is upset that, or I think maybe Cher doesn't even tell anybody. She lets it slide. So that's that weird part of like, um, how how to, how to gently put this. Like rape culture in the nineties the or whatever, where you just like mm. oh. if, if you're a girl and like something bad happens to you, you just don't tell anybody and you just deal with it. Right. Rather than oh, like yeah. getting it out. Well, like, like and then everyone something. finds out that yeah. the, the guy did the bad thing today. to you. But and then, then the guy makes, yeah, the guy makes up the story yep. either it didn't happen or it was her fault mm-hmm. and she made the And move everyone's and, mad at the girl. Yeah. Yes. Right, right, Ugh. right. So that's a big messy, messy bit of the movie. But I guess it's important. Yeah. Of the time, too. That happens to share. Yeah. It's very cultural. And then, yeah, at some point, like, Brittany Murphy, like, starts to get more popular and cooler than Cher is. So there's, like, a competition there. Mm. Oh, right. And then Brittany Murphy's, like, decide, like, wants to date Paul Rudd. And that becomes, like, some conflict there. Yeah. But all in all, Brittany Murphy needs to end up with Breck and Meyer because Breck and Meyer is this stoned out skateboarder weirdo that she truly is deep down in her heart, even though she's trying to put on a face for all the Cher and she all was, her friends. She was who she was at the beginning girl. of the movie all along. Yeah. So that's, she goes forward and then. That's where she ends up in the end of the film. Mm-hmm. Getting a lot of Mean Girls vibes, too. It's sort of a proto-Mean mm-hmm. Girls in a way. Mm-hmm. 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 At least for Brittany Murphy's character yeah. connecting mm-hmm. to Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Sure, sure. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm also picturing a lot of dodgeball. They're they're in like they play baseball or something. A but like there's no a lot one, of yeah. scenes that take place like during during like PE. No one wants to go play sports because they get sweat and it's gross and they just don't want to do it's it. Like well, when you have the gorgeous California high schools yeah. to shoot at, well, I think like, like why would even you shed anything inside. They're always on their menzies. They always have like a doctor's like yes. Help, like oh, that's what I was gonna say. Like the, the, isn't the gym teacher always like like share get up here and he's like oh well. I actually, I'm feeling like not so well today, and they always have a reason not to participate, participate. in sports. Yeah, Miss Stoger, I would just like to say that physical education in this school is a disgrace. 
I mean, standing in line for 40 minutes is hardly aerobically effective. I doubt I've worked off the calories in a stick of carefree gum. Well, you certainly exercise your mouth, Cher. Now hit the ball. Ms. Stoger, that machine is just a lawsuit waiting to happen. Thanks for the legal advice. I'm trying to think of what this whole like third act could possibly be. I can tell you, but I don't know if we want to get there She gets kidnapped, and then she's in a no, car with a, uh, Ewan McGregor. That's, run, and, uh, that's the island? That's uh, um, free, free, Freeway? <laughs> Is that Freeway? No, it's Life... Uh, less Ordinary? Life Less Ordinary, yeah. Oh. A Life Less Ordinary, which I still want to see really bad. I've seen it. <laughs> Is it good? Mm, I don't remember. <laughs> At the well, time, it's got it was that like Beck song. Yeah, and, and it's the got, Michelle Gondry music video. Sure, and then Dan, oh. Danny Boyle wrote and directed. Danny Boyle. Okay, mm-hmm. that's why I want to see it. Oh, you've sold me on this. I want to see it now. I feel like this movie has music. Oh, it's got it, right? It's got to. It's like the nineties. I feel like this is one of those movies where like the soundtrack probably did really well on its own independently. I'm trying to think of what any of those songs might be that came out around then. There's got to be some, like, rap songs in there, I bet. Some, like, club songs. Some ska, maybe. Boys to Men. Ska would be a good... Yeah, Yeah, there's some R&B, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some ska in here. Mm Mm-hmm. I think maybe everyone's trying to get just, like, hooked up and, like, have, like, like, one person's in a relationship. Like, everyone's got to get in a relationship. It's, like, this whole stigma with their group, maybe. Oh. Is it, too, like, that they... That she has to kind of figure out her her future plans, yeah. Like her college she, plans. She wants to be or? a lawyer. There's a scene, like, like a that's... big blow up scene, where Cher like organizes her dad's files in a certain way, and there's like a, a money manager who comes over and like can't find anything, mm. and, like yells at Cher, but like Paul Rudd like stands up for her. It's like she's trying her best. She didn't have to blow up like that. And he's like, well, that girl's gonna cost us eight hours of work, eighteen hours of work. Mm. I gotta redo everything. Mm-hmm. And then, like, she gets all sad, but Paul Rudd comforts her. That's where, like, he starts to come back on her side. And their relationship starts to bloom. What happened to the August 28th files? Hmm? What? Mel wanted them tonight. There were twice as many. He's going to go ballistic. Where are they? I think I checked them for the September 3rd conversations. What? Where'd you put them? I divide them into two piles. Is, is that wrong? Oh, my God. I have to redo all that. What are you, some kind of idiot? Hey. She didn't know. She just sent us back a day. Who cares about the September call? Now we're screwed. I'm sorry. Just forget it, okay? Just go back to the mall or something. What's your problem, man? She didn't mean any harm. I'm gonna get killed because she's a moron. She's not a moron. You know, and if you were paying attention to your assignment, it wouldn't have happened. Well, if you hadn't been busy playing footsie with the dumb kids, she wouldn't be bothering. So there's a, a new dude, maybe, or just like a hot guy that shares fawning over. Um, and he's gonna be like the hot ticket. That's gonna be the dude she chose. He's a he's a he's a, basically a model. He's the handsomest man you ever you ever seen. Greatest prospects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She invites him over. To, she's gonna lose her uh, her V card. Maybe that's the thing. Ooh, that's I the big. That, everyone, yeah. It's not everyone needs to get hooked up. Everyone needs to you lose their V card from back in the day. Was uh-huh. it like a uh, um, a phone card, <laughs> uh, credit card? <laughs> Was it like a uh, a teenager credit card? <laughs> <laughs> Was it like a VIP pass? There's, this, mo- somewhere? There's this moment where like you don't know if it's a joke, is or, it or if it's a like a V card. V- like it starts as like not is a joke. Is this how you get and then like a joke? What, but then you don't know it if it is or is it? This it, is how you get validated, right? When you get when you're parking, you're, is it the V for vendetta card. What is a V card? What are you talking? Is it, what? 
Oh, poor Andy. A V card. Do you still have your Andy, V card on you? I was there when you were growing up. I don't understand how you didn't get these things. <laughs> I thought you were going to were gonna say, I know how you lost your V card. <laughs> I don't know what this is. <laughs> I was there when it happened. I don't know what I was walking talking. in the window. <laughs> it's your virginity. Virginity card. You lose your virginity. Oh, it's my when God. Be, it's when you have sex. <laughs> It's when you have sex. Yeah, just oh, you. Just you. Okay. Okay. That's this movie's uh, weirdly specific about mm, you. So much slang <laughs> that I just don't care about. Yeah. Oh, but Brittany no. Murphy's already lost it, so that's no big deal on her. But now Cher is going to lose it to this handsome gentleman. And they end up having like a wonderful night. He makes like cookies in the oven. She burns everything. She ends up ordering food. And they try to make moves, but he is, he is just straight up gay. He's a gay man. He's trying to make a moves on a gay man. He's just not. He's like, like I'm sorry. Yeah. It's like uh, everything is very obvious that <laughs> this is not. <laughs> huh. I'm not into you. Yeah. But yeah. Now, was this any- somebody she was pursuing all along? No. He kind of just shows up. I was going to say, like, did everyone else. It was movie. one of those things where, like, other people knew and no one told her. Uh, no. I'm curious. She's, She's like, like, I'm so. Fi- I remember. She I'm finds so out for the first I, time I here. I could come out to you. And- yeah. Maybe it's his first time that he's opening up. I think maybe he doesn't even open up, but it's like just so obvious because he like watching like old handsome like Clark Gable movies, and he's just like super feminine, smells great, and has just nice nice clothes. Mm. <laughs> Is she like narrating like that? She's picking up that he's gay? yeah, or something happening like that. <laughs> she does narrate. Let me tell you about this big scene in the film Ooh. about uh, all these like bad things that have happened to her in the last few days but this like she's trying to figure out who she loves and it's because Paul Rudd's like always there for her she has this moment where it's like oh gosh I love him and then a fountain explodes behind her like, that's in the school and it's all like oh mm-hmm. she had the light bulb go right off there. That's someone's making filmmaking. a film here I mean he's just like this slug who hangs around the house all the time Ugh. and he's a hideous dancer couldn't take him anywhere. Wait a second. What am I stressing about? This is like Josh. Okay, okay. So he's kind of a Baldwin. But what would he want with Ty? She could make him happy. Josh needs someone with imagination. Someone to take care of him. Someone to laugh at his jokes. In case he ever makes any. Then suddenly... Oh my god. I love Josh. I am majorly, totally, but crazy in love with Josh. And that's like Ocean's Eleven at the end with the fountain <laughs> sequence. They really did a number when they took it from Clueless. Amy Eckerling, I think, is the director. She did some other uh, films in the 90s that weren't as big as Clueless, but... Hmm. So um, she loses her V card. She eventually does. Which I know what that is because, um, yeah, yeah. She loses it off. Touch, she loses it off screen <laughs> yeah. to Paul Rudd because they end up like hooking up. They and get it. They get the relationship. Going. Oh yeah. Oh. So now at the end, everyone's finally in the right relationship, and uh, well, the movie I mean, can be that's over. A relative term. <laughs> <laughs> Depends, you know. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's legal. <laughs> what is he like older? It's a stepbrother. That's just weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're not blood-related, Andy. Sure. Come on. Okay, sure. 
And I think that's all I got for Clueless. I mean, yeah, what, anyone else I, got anything they pick no, out of their brain? You said I'm the Jeep just, like, scene. That's a big scene. Jeeps I just remember and, the Jeep in general. Yeah. They always drive with the culture. top down. There's so much culture in the film. This video, I'm picturing like Puma yeah. bucket hats. Oh, and yeah. Fuzzy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuzzy, fuzzy, fuzzy pants. Fuzzy sweatshirts. Fuzzy yeah. pants. I'm picturing like Donald them Faison's sitting by to be a like chain link fence and spaghetti straps and crop tops. Yep. Yeah. Do you think we'll see any like uh, jeans under skirts? That was a big '90s thing. Maybe that's not something I usually look for. You're gonna see see some scrunchies, I bet. Oh Ooh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some serious scrunchies, the big old scrunchies. A lot of slang. We only got yeah. a few things. Okay, so, of, yeah, of slang. this because this, this movie is is sort of considered like the quintessential Valley Girl film because that's oh, like their Valley Girl was the phrase we yeah. couldn't come up with. Yeah. Well, it's, Andy it's a said that in the film. opening. Oh, did actually. he? Brad doesn't listen to me. I was listening to because they go to the valley in the film. That's ah. where the party is. That Cher gets uh, left at far away. Mm-hmm. And I think the Valley Girl, well, maybe, I'm sure it's probably a phrase before, but I think like Frank Zappa's daughter came out with a song called Valley Girl in like the, the mid 80s or Ooh. something like that. Like or... a Frank Valley Girl? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Or it's like the hills in the valley. Because the valley is a place out in uh, LA or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess I, I don't know. Maybe those people were snooty or something like that. And then there was just a tone of all the girls that lived in that area. Yeah, because you're up in Beverly Hills and you got to go down to the valley. No, I'm making this all up. I'm, I've never lived it's, in it's altitude. I've never related. been to LA. Well, I guess we'll see what we got right and what we got wrong, and we'll see what Andy's opinion of the film is. Yeah, and uh, if you liked it or not, I think you're, I think everyone. I think I don't know. I don't know what to think. It's a girls' movie, and we're three dudes talking about it. So we'll I see. Say, hey, it's work. We've done some good ones. Bring it mm-hmm. on was a great episode. Mm-hmm. We couldn't do Sleepless in Seattle or When Harry Met Sally because Andy <laughs> because Andy doesn't watch right, movies. Either of us. <laughs> so we picked this one. My bad. <laughs> so we got right. So we got wrong. In part two. Dean, what's up? Did you get your report card? Yeah, I'm toast. How'd you do? I totally choked. My father is gonna go ballistic on me. Mr. Hall was way harsh. He gave me a C minus. Well, he gave me a C, which drags down my entire average. Bye. I'll call you, okay? Yeah. Isn't my house classic? The columns date all the way back to 1972. Wasn't my mom a Betty? She died when I was just a baby. A fluke accident during a routine liposuction. I don't remember her, but I like to pretend she still watches over me. Hey, Ma. 98 in geometry. Pretty groovy. Huh. Welcome back to the As If podcast. We watch Clueless. As if. As if. As I thought there would be if. more slang and terms that come out of Clueless, but... A Baldwin, I guess, came out of this. <laughs> a Baldwin, yeah. Yeah, one of the guys says, or no, I think Christian Alicia Christian says, says some things, but he says stuff from like the 50s or 60s. He's a, yeah, like, that, that dude. Not even contemporary. Just the full-on like 50s greaser aesthetic, yeah. and he just commits to it. Like yeah. even his car. Yeah, he's a caricature, and oh, it's yeah. kind of odd. We'll talk about it when we get yeah. going, but we yeah. We definitely will. Mm-hmm. Very strange. I think we missed him as a character. Well, we mentioned him, I but mentioned we, him. Not, oh, really? not a whole lot. I, I glazed lot over him. But yeah, my first thought was that like there were a lot of scenes that I just didn't even remember seeing the first time. Hmm, edited for TV maybe, possibly. Oh, could be. There's, that, the there's definitely some drug re- like references. That, oh, yeah. that are probably just gone from television altogether. Yeah, I'm sure there's big chunks of this that just get chopped. Yeah, the whole like first act I don't really remember too well until it like kind of got to the party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's just setting up those teachers, right? Mm-hmm. And then Ty coming into the picture. 
Right, which I like. That's that's where I remember the movie starting. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I mean, that basically is where the movie starts. Almost. Yeah. So that's the end of Act One. Get it mm-hmm. going. The movie's about Ty. Mm-hmm. There you go. Gotta say, this has some of the best music of this any soundtrack movie we've done. is bumping, dude. <laughs> like literally, the soundtrack is so good that yeah. in like the first three minutes they play like oh my god, they got three amazing yeah. songs, and it's so funny because the second song they played is uh, a song called "Fashion" by David Bowie, which is a song I referenced in the very it last is. episode That's true. in uh, Zoolander. Oh yeah, Zoolander. Because yeah. I thought that they should have used it in the David Bowie scene, but they use it in this movie instead. But yeah, this soundtrack is all is like oh my gosh, freaking no doubt. You got Radiohead, you got and Muddy Muddy Bostones. They're actually in the movie, in yeah. the film. Yeah. You were like Brad's, like probably some Scott. I'm like, yeah, that would make sense. That's like a big piece of this movie. <laughs> I knew Andy would get excited yeah. with yeah. that band being. It was in pretty there. good. It's the letters of Cleo equivalent to uh, Ten Things I Hate About You. Basically, this movie so. feels very is like I mean aesthetically very similar. Although you know that one we is, is Taming of the Shrew. This one is Emma. Mm-hmm. Jane Austen's which Emma. I've never read, but I've I saw the 2020 yeah. Emma movie, um, which is really good. I I would highly recommend it. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because like I, I yeah, I'd never read Emma. I'd never been exposed to that, but it's so funny watching like this. This movie is such so clearly just a direct adaptation of of Emma into Beverly Hills, and it works really well. It's so good. Was Gwyneth Paltrow in Emma in like the 90s? Movie yeah, yes, like her in a holding a bow or yes, something. Or I yeah. believe so. I don't know. How, that may be more of a contemporary story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it but. could be something else. Maybe. Yeah. Contemporary version. Yes. Ice. Like this, but you know. Ice. But then this did it first. Mm-hmm. So that's just like copying. As if. <laughs> <laughs> so right off the bat, like she, she makes a Radiohead dig, but then the movie plays like three Radiohead yeah, songs no, in yeah. the first like, <laughs> They're minutes. not messing around. <laughs> She's like, oh my gosh. Music definitely plays a big part. Everyone has like a band that you could associate with them. Yes. Mm-hmm. As a character, you know? Yeah. The grunge, the popular stuff, um, even like the, the oldies. Alts. Yeah, alts. yeah, the oldies. Yeah, that's true. Every, yeah, I mean, the school is, is, you know, just very traditionally well-defined mm-hmm. by these cliques. There's, there's territories and, and of cliques. Very mm-hmm. complete aesthetics for each one of them. Yeah, there's like the the hippie stoner group. There's the ha- popular the handsome man's club. Yeah, handsome man yeah, club. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh man. The, and then who's this other? Like, I thought this the the redhead girl was yes. a part of the clique, and sometimes she, she is, is and sometimes, sometimes she's not. Yeah, there's some loose antagonism in the film. She's one of them. There's like a, a scummy lawyer guy near the end, but there's no like the movie isn't like against somebody. Like no. they're, they're bad people, ain't it? There's not a direct but, antagonist. No. the The idea is sort of that that she's unwittingly kind of her own antagonist, just because she just sort of does things to like. Mm-hmm. She's like, "This is a good idea," and never thinks them through, and just yeah. goes with it. And so that's sort of the whole movie is just the fallout from each of those actions. And she does ultimately learn a lesson, which I love. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I was the bad person this whole movie. She learns to hate her old self, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She transforms her friend into herself and then eventually kind of resents how her friend is acting and realizes that it's her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. She manages to self reflect. Mm-hmm. So 
we did we call that the dad was the rookie of the year guy? I said the, the rookie of the year, so guy. Bobby Fisher he, guy. Well, he's in rookie of the year in that. Yes, he he's, is the owner, the son of the owner of the Cubs in rookie. You're of the right. Year. You're right. His but he's such. His name is Dan Hedaya. He's so he's great. great. I love him every time he's in a movie. Every movie every he's every in is one. amazing. He is so good. He is so funny he's, as her dad in this. Yeah. Like when she's telling him that like she just straight up negotiated her grades up by like you know her own skill of persuasion. And, you know, he's a trial attorney, so he's just like, that is the best thing I've ever heard, and I'm so proud of you. <laughs> like, he, he is, is still hilarious. alive. He's 80 years old. Oh, okay. great, great, Good. great actor. Is he making stuff still? Or? I don't know. I think he just ruled the 80s and the 90s. Like, Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fair. He's, he plays, he's he plays, amazing. He plays he's the same character almost stuff. every time, and yet he manages to play good guys and bad guys, but it's the same guy. It's just sort of how you use him. Yeah, <laughs> he, and he's it's currently so good. acting. He's good, currently man. acting. Good for him. Yep, still going. I love the scene where uh, Brittany Murphy comes over for dinner, and like she's like, oh, this is my dad, and he's just like, get out of my chair. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't really say anything else to her at all. No, he doesn't say hi. He doesn't so acknowledge direct. her. The relationship so between Cher and her is pretty good because they do yeah. love each other and they're both looking out for their best interests. But mm-hmm. and uh, Cher's mom has passed away. And there's like a nice portrait of her on the wall. Sad. Mm-hmm. And they have a nice like reflection moment where they talk about you know you remind me of so much of your mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh. but like yeah, the dad is like just weirdly devoted in in certain ways. Like we talked mm-hmm. about, like when when he's like Paul Paul Rudd's coming, and she's just like, ah, oh, you were only married to his mom for like a minute, and he's just like, Once I, do, I divorced the wife, not the children. Yeah. Like he's mm-hmm. like he clearly cares. Like he's like that's that's not how we do this. Like yeah. look, I, I'm I'm gonna care about my kids, whether they're my stepkids or my real. And kids. he's very supportive of Cher. Absolutely, when Cher he's very talk, supportive. Talks the way out of the getting a better grade. He's just impressed. Yeah. He's like I don't care how you did it, you did it, and I'm he, proud of you. He's like he wants her to have direction in her life, but he is really he's much less like concerned with how that's accomplished. He just wants that to be the case, and that's kind of what she learns in the end. She's like, I found my direction. I know what I want to do and how to improve and where I'm going. And he's like, yeah, he was right. Like, <laughs> and he's always doing lawyer. He's always yes. lawyering the house. <laughs> yeah. He works out of the house, I guess. He doesn't have his own office. Mm-hmm. Right. Everyone just hangs out of the house and does lawyer. By the way, it's a write-off. The, no. There's a big case. <laughs> there's always a big case coming. They're working on the big case the whole movie. <laughs> it's not yeah. really relevant what the big case <laughs> no, is. No, you're never really going to see what the case is about. <laughs> but there's a big case happening. And everyone's yeah. trying to help out with the big case. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, and that is really like <laughs> when the, when the big case is coming. That is sort of how it looks. You don't even see the ending. You don't piles see the of re- paper yeah, everywhere. Re- What's the result of the big case? Yeah, what if you lost? It was just paperwork. <laughs> I guess he wins a lot because they have a really nice house. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's she very says, well. She gets off. to charge mm-hmm. five hundred an hour to for to yell at people. That's right. Because he's a litigator. She's yeah. got to get an allowance too. All those clothes and stuff that she oh, buys. Yeah. She just of goes course. out. She like goes shopping. She's a single child. Yeah. Like therapy. Daddy's little girl. Yeah. Yeah, and he's clearly also proud of uh, Paul Rudd. You yes. Know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess he kind of talks him up as he's knocking her, though. <laughs> so it's <laughs> it's kind of kind of awkward, but you know, he kind of talks about how he's proud of him going to school and figuring out his where he wants to go, and then he wants to be a lawyer and everything. And yeah, his character is kind of weird. Like, his that's another guy where uh, Paul Rudd. You're talking about yeah, Paul Rudd's character where. In the beginning, I wasn't expecting his character to have much of an arc, but he kind of does. Because the beginning oh, yeah. of the movie, he's an insufferable like hipster guy, almost. Mm-hmm. Where he's just like, like he's an, extra woke. He's trying to be an elitist. Like he's literally reading Nietzsche in like in lounge chairs by the pool. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, oh, you're yeah, just one of I, those. I, I wrote that he was being guys. like a pseudo intellectual. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. He's being yeah. He's the he's the, he's a Brett Easton Ellis character. <laughs> <laughs> 
sitting yes. in the pool with the glasses, yes. just reading yeah. like fine yeah. literature. Yep, it's exactly plotting someone's you know. murder. <laughs> and by the end, he's like much more like he breaks out of his shell. Yeah. yeah, he he be, he starts being himself versus sort of this caricature of of like oh, I'm so deep and mysterious. Yeah, and I felt he was kind of going that way more because he was then dating that one girl for yeah. that brief yeah. scene who was like talking about Polonius and stuff yeah. from like uh, Shakespeare. <laughs> And Alicia Silverstone had such a great line, mm-hmm. of like, "Oh, that that wasn't who that was. That wasn't Hamlet, because I know I watched Mel I Gibson. I watched the Mel Gibson one. <laughs> he never said that. The Polonius guy did. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Did I know himself be true? Yeah, yeah. And I think like that in that moment, like mm-hmm. Paul Rudd kind of fell in love. Yeah, with, he was smug with as her a little too. bit. It was like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was like kind of the first start. Yeah. He's like, there's more to her. It's, yeah. a, it's just like a moment where he's like been putting up with this shit from that girlfriend for so long, and this one time <laughs> he gets to just revel in her like defeat and just be so happy, it's like to not take the brunt of it, you know? Yeah, I didn't have to be the one to put you down, but I'm so glad it happened. <laughs> right, <laughs> Schadenfreude. Oh man, there are a lot of really funny moments. Uh, the the guy I I forget his name again. The guy from road trip and Brecken uh, Meyer. Yeah, yeah yeah he had a lot of funny moments like his tardiness acceptance speech was a that really, was really good, good moment <laughs> his, and his, like, his, his all of the points of uh, like I like to thank my parents for not never giving me a ride to school I feel like every character had a little moment to shine yeah yeah peppered in there you know and I felt for him at times because he was he was looked down upon you yeah, know? yeah and he's and, very sincere as a character like yeah. I mean he's always trying to be he's a friendly you know, considerate guy he's and nice but like stoner yeah, right and when he's also just clumsy like frequently makes things worse by trying to make them better and it's yeah. not really his fault it's just like he but he always tries yeah he also doesn't understand like when he's like not wanted he's like yes. oh but I want to be your friend Oh bummer! It's I don't like a puppy dog out. kind of character. Yeah. yeah, but he's also getting rejected constantly too. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's kind of hard. You're always getting rejected. Yeah, he's always got a positive outlook though. He does. When he, he donates does. to uh, Cher's cause at the end, he like donates a bong. Like, <laughs> yeah, this, like, funny conversation. And she's like, uh, kitchenware. <laughs> and he's that's like, wow, I that's right. <laughs> there are so many. This script is good. It is. It's really this, good. This is actually like I enjoyed watching this movie quite a bit. <laughs> I, I found it very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I love that it was just the sign of the times, too. And I was thinking, like, what movie can I watch that's, like, even close to this today? I guess Booksmart was, like, sort of. Yeah, Booksmart's like, kind of the closest you can but get. But that's, like, a, there's their no characters in that movie, yeah. No, I mean, we had we kind of had that discussion in the, in the last episode, but it just sort of that, you know, every movie is, is, is almost a commentary on the, the era it's made. So that yeah. was very, you know, you wouldn't necessarily make the same one today. And or I think you, Booksmart is a good direct parallel of, of that kind of movie and just, you know, how... You know the current generation is different yeah. from the last, or like Super Bad, which like does take place in the past, like from like yes. when the f- movie was made. But. Oh, Booksmart is the one that came out like two years ago. Yeah, yeah, nice. really good movie. I liked mm-hmm. it a lot. I need more cluelesses in my life. Yeah, the it's really. I was reading the the production history in this one, and like when um, I'm trying to remember the writer director's name, Amy, Amy Ackerling. Yeah, yeah, he was talking about like when you know she she just like went to Fox, and then the executives were like. We want a teen movie. Get a movie with those teens in it. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, fine, okay, I guess. And like, easy, crank this out. And mm-hmm. 
Like is they well, she brought made it fast back. Times at Ridgemont High, so it's like just yeah. make that again, but not right. Yeah, <laughs> they brought, she brought it back, point. and they were they were like too many women. We need less women in this movie, and she's like, I don't really want to do that. <laughs> so <laughs> like it ended up getting shopped around, and then like Paramount paid a crap load of money for it, and she was like, oh, they've got yeah. MTV, they've got I want to shoot Emma, but do in the nineties. Yeah, well, they, she mentioned she didn't even realize that it was an Emma parallel until she like reread Emma after writing the script and was like, oh shit, I just rewrote the same book but she's like i've always loved that book so it doesn't surprise me interesting some of the trivia kind of contradicts that oh interesting yeah like in the in imdb some of the trivia said that as soon as she was asked to write a teenage movie she thought of reading emma when she was a teenager so it's so interesting it is a really good you know direct kind of adaptation of that work and it's really funny also director of photography bill pope who shot yes. the oh, matrix yeah <laughs> didn't he shoot other stuff that we've he done? shot so many movies yeah he shot a he, lot i mean like a couple other movies we've yeah done, right? of that. So, yeah. i'm sure awesome but man bill pope it looks great the movie looks really good it's got a lot of like good um actually good montages in yeah there. that makes sense they also further the story they're not they just do. like filler yes. scenes yeah they do montages thank you like a character being developed it's like an editing style that makes sense <laughs> who knew that it could shows, be done even it shows like a character change through a montage like a perfect as if the example use of the montage. it conveys a quick story and passage of time <laughs> Ex- it's so example. efficient but also adults a character within that passage yes. of time there's phone calls that are done in montage that just make it flow so much better and you don't even have to hear the dialogue of a phone call and you're like oh wow i get the point i get they're it. setting up a date great <laughs> and it makes for some really efficient storytelling i didn't it look does. up the runtime for this movie but it, it felt it was it felt like a breeze yeah, yeah it felt it moved like it's, i don't know it's, it's longer than you think it is it's okay. like an hour 46 it's efficient minutes. storytelling hey, I that's think. Still yeah, they keep you engaged so you don't even think about you know how long you've been there it's sectioned very very it well is. yeah and every kind of scene like has an opening to it like they'll be like like let's say that's our tennis court scene there's a bunch of people lined up at a tennis court the camera like pans this is probably bill pope's doing mm-hmm. but every scene like begins and ends with like an intriguing looking shot that like sets the scene lets you know where you are mm-hmm. and then our main yeah. characters like come in and develop the scene mm-hmm. and that yeah. happens a lot of times yeah they i mean they do montage like right from the opening shots like they're kind of quick breezy snappy mm-hmm. like shopping school you get right they into really it, ate you know? up every set too like every location oh. they're shooting on and they shot on a lot of, a lot of actors locations. in the background a lot of background and yeah acting. they they really give you like the like look at the look where we are and now we do the scene and they give you it, it you know they really took advantage of all of the you know naturally cool mm-hmm. locations you can shoot on around the area and I think this movie apparently is supposed to be longer. There were f- there was a few scenes that were actually dropped from the movie. Completely. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, there's so much going there, there's on. There's a lot in the trailer that actually isn't in the feature mm. film. So I think they they kind of cut some of the some of the movie too. They also use close ups, just not like willy nilly, but when like a character's going through a change. Yeah, like Paul Rudd and Alicia Silverstone are getting more intimate. Like, oh, now we're going to going to close ups. It's not just like that's a shot we're using when just rolling it and no one will ever see the background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, you're actually like being smart with this. Yeah. Or when Ty's being mean to share, like that the scene starts like wide with just like and then it finally moves into their faces and like you see their emotional reaction to like when Ty gets well, mad. So does the like, di- director of, of photography also like do some staging or is that all dire- director? It could be a mix. It's a, yeah, it's usually a both. Because there's a lot of really good uh, shots in the very opening where Alicia Silverstone is like making requests of characters and then they're like coming at her and she's like always backing away and they have like, it's just like good <laughs> movement yeah. in there. Yeah. And yep. there's always not making it just a moved. static shot. 
like she's trying to negotiate her grade with the teacher and he's like pushing her out and then a couple scenes later she's talking to her dad about the grades and he's pushing back on her mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, it's good visual it's beautifully shot. Yeah. it's so well done <laughs> and for for just a teenage movie too they 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 tried they yeah. actually tried some of the characters surprise you frequently throughout the film like i love donald Faison's character where like you know he he acts like he's like the quintessential like alpha dude and like he's always like woman i need this you know and she's always upset that he calls her woman and then like he'll go into like a diatribe about it he's like well actually like urban slang but like goes into like, a whole deep thing about it or when he's shaving his head and like he's explaining he's like no it looks good i'm trying a new me like and mm-hmm. again that's a close-up like a good close-up of him when he's getting his head shaved because he's changing and then she's like really mad about it i also like that he just wears braces yeah. Just like uh, a, yeah it's a fun character choice yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so good too in the driving scene when they get on the freeway and then he has a close-up where the truck's coming and he screams <laughs> so you get all inside of his mouth and the braces and everything oh man uh, yeah, his his character is interesting. He seems like he's he's constantly having some kind of like identity crisis. He's trying to change yes. himself. He doesn't want to be too much like how she wants him to be. He wants to be himself. He does very and, much want to be himself, and he's sort of figuring that out through like the entire movie. It's really interesting. Which just goes to show that other characters can have unique things yeah. about yeah. them, but they don't necessarily need to be. In, you like, can have story. minor yeah, characters matter. like doing things other than just existing in your film. Give too, every like, character an arc in your film. You'll yeah. have some magic happen. Yeah. And then I think the narrating helps a lot too with the story. Mm-hmm. It, it just helps with like making it flow so much better. What did you guys think of uh, Brittany Murphy? Man, I thought she, uh, she surprised me in terms of like first I, I'd be uh, it took me a minute to even realize that was her. <laughs> like, oh yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. Like I think she she her handled the character very well in terms of the transition. Like when she first shows up, she's very believable as you know like the the kid from the other side of town and then she does the glow up and comes back in and she immediately assumes this really good role and she's believable in each one of them mm-hmm. like i think she was a great choice in terms of the role yeah i like her acting we lose a little bit lose a little bit of her when she like drifts out of the movie and like comes back later yes but that's intentional because the movie needs to be shared story ultimately right sure. yeah but i did like her acting i thought it was yeah. good I thought I thought she was probably like one of the best actors in the movie. Yeah, she, she, yeah. she was doing very, very good. Well. She had like some some very uh, impressive moments and like good singing overall too. Yeah, just like yeah, the Mento song. <laughs> yeah, going back to the Mento song. She was good. I like the rolling with the <laughs> <laughs> Mentos. Red, 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 red. I like those little time capsule moments. Like that's a '90s thing. Yeah, I'm watching Ren and Stimpy. Or Mentos like the, is on. The guy's like, I can't find my cranberry CD. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, they're really they're really focusing on the pulp pop culture references. Like, I was like, wait a second, this has come out around the same time. And he's sitting there just like, man, I remember when I couldn't find my cranberry CD. That's exactly what it was like. Zombie, zombie. <laughs> Oh man! The movie also hits on a lot of cool milestones of like that high school year, like a driving test. Yeah, it's always like yeah. a big deal for a kid, and she just like oh, is God. awful. She it's is terrible. so bad. She does not. Well, oh, that my was gosh. so. We we mentioned like the Jeep in in part one, it just as like a set piece of the movie, but it's like it plays a. a pivotal point just as her in a terms of her character symbol too because she starts out like driving it around and then she's just like p.s don't have a driver's license yeah. and she's just like running over shit and like blowing stop signs <laughs> yeah. driving on the other side of the road she's like i'm sorry i don't i don't have my license i don't know 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, this is a second notice for a mm-hmm. ticket. And she's like, oh, I don't remember getting the first notice. The ticket was the notice. <laughs> Doing like oral presentations in like front of a class. Oh, man. Yeah. Keeping up with like homework, like what, what, even what to wear, like in the morning at school. When, when you went to your digital wardrobe, Brad. Uh-huh. Um, when I was, how, when yeah, I was a like, child? Yeah, when you were selecting your outfit on your screen. <laughs> that was a pretty high-tech moment. That was pretty rad. Yeah. Fashion. Turn to the left. Fashion. Turn to the right. <laughs> She's ahead of the curve with that. Oh, Fashion. Man. But she doesn't want to like really be a fashion designer or anything. That's not like a motivation. No? No. She's just very good at it. it actually, she like... At near the, closer to the end of the movie, before she like finally admits she's in love with Paul Rudd, she actually like gives up a lot of her clothes. Mm-hmm. She's wearing like kind of like loose fitting jeans at the change. very end, yep. Yep. and it feels like a very like quick transition. But yeah. yeah, it's noticeable because Cher's always like trying to fill something in her life. There's always just something missing. So it's like she's got to help your teachers together. She's got to help Ty. Yeah. She always has to have like a cause. Like she's always helping yes. her dad. She's always trying to like do things for other people, and finally takes a moment to do stuff for herself. Yeah, and she's like she does something but out do of the goodness something of that, her heart. Like, yeah, you, uh, yeah, it's, it's actually out of kindness selfish. and matters. Well, and, 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 yeah, it, self. Selfless. It sneaks up on her again. This goes back to to Emma because that's the the whole idea is that she's constantly like kind of meddling in other people's lives, and all of a sudden like her own life just sort of sneaks up on her, and suddenly she's like, wait, I've never really wanted any of these things for myself, but now they've all arrived and and suddenly and like you have to figure it out and you're not she's not used to that being in that position of of like oh i've always just done these for other people how do how do i make it work yeah and yeah i mean it's a lot of fun yeah because she she never says like that she wants a boyfriend yeah actually like never really comes up uh elton at one point in the car before he makes out with her is like you know that we're both lonely and she's just like She's like, like not, she doesn't really, really yeah exactly she doesn't say not really but like her face is just like no mm-hmm. not lonely she often expresses her dislike for high school boys yep yeah which i was confused at first i was like is this is she in college or high school but then like on the second watch she like clearly says she's 16 <laughs> so yeah you have to make a choice at some point <laughs> what kind of boys are you gonna go with yeah yeah Oh, Which I man. guess makes sense for Paul Rudd because he's in college. He's a college boy. Uh huh. Yeah, but then it kind of begs but the question: Is that legal? He's also not Luke Perry, right? Mm, that's her big crush. <laughs> that's her big crush. She's saving herself for Luke Perry. Mm-hmm. So, so are these kisses legal? Is this relationship legal? Yeah. I mean, in what world? California. Okay, that crazy ninety-five California state. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're not. Related, their parents divorced. Not related by blood. Related by blood in the first place. Not just that, but no one seems to be weird about it. Age. Everyone's everyone's age. I don't care about the the non blood related. I'm talking about age. Yeah, he's what 28 or something. (laughs) (laughs) She's 16. 16. (laughs) It's not great. (laughs) You guys didn't think about that. I mean, I did, but I I didn't see him as 28. I saw him as like 21, but I'm still just like, bro, come on, don't yeah. be, I mean, supposed to don't be. be creeping on your. I thought he was I don't know. He's like, probably he's in college, so I yeah. assume he's like between 18 yeah. and 22 or something. That's okay. Say he's 20. Yeah, 20 makes sense. The times are different. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Okay. Emma took That's place fair. in what the 18th century, <laughs> right? Yeah, 1800s. Yeah, <laughs> that was legal. <laughs> You do whatever you want back then. <laughs> it was all legal. Well, it wasn't anything. <laughs> is Paul Rudd grooming Cher? Is that what you're saying? Ooh, What's happening? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying anything what other is, than she's 16 and he's like 20. All right. But he's Paul Rudd. Yeah, okay. He's timeless. 
She could get emancipated. <laughs> that sounded dirty. <laughs> I just said she could get emancipated. She's going to get so emancipated. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Oh, oh my geez. God. It, you don't even know what emancipated is. <laughs> 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 it's complicated it's yeah very uh do you have points i want to talk about alton a little bit yes okay. please I jeremy sisto to. is the character's name he's from law and order he's been in law and order for like 10 years that's is the character's name or the actor's name the actor's name sorry. Uh, he seems so memorable and i couldn't place him and yeah. he's in he was in suburgatory it was a tv show yeah. that was on for a bunch of years what? Mm-hmm. is yeah. that a word yeah apparently <laughs> but he's been he's been around he's done a lot of television he was, he and, was uh, law and oh, order. just regular law yeah. And order yeah oh and we take a little trip back to rape mountain because he Uh-oh. lays it on way he, too thick for oh sure. yeah like yeah. she says no at least three times it was a bummer too because yeah uh, he seemed like just a fun like cool yeah. dude in the beginning like he's dancing uh, he's with sw- everyone yeah, just he's being real nice with, with, yeah exactly i mean because he was being super nice with uh mm-hmm. um Br- britney's character Tie, 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 and like, yeah, he was clearly interested in Cher. Yep, and but, and uh, she he he leaves Cher just out in the cold in front of a place, and she gets mugged. She gets straight by yeah. a gunpoint. Yeah, yeah, like, legit mugged. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it was, and then she didn't report it, or at least <laughs> she. <laughs> well, I guess they, they mentioned it because like it never. They they use a juxtaposition with Brit- Brittany Murphy's character yes. like hanging over the railing. Yeah, and Cher's like, remember that time I got mugged? And everyone's like, and everyone's like, shut um, up! It just happened can like you a month ago. On your story, <laughs> but additionally, like, just Elton is like just in the background existing for the rest of the film, even though he's like a huge slime ball. Yeah, yeah. Just what? Like it, almost immediately. Well, they he, see him Cher, as a bad guy. Cher now. goes to class, and he's just behind her, like her. It's yep. Like, he's oh, like, man. They Ugh. canceled him out of the movie after that. Yeah, they do, but he's still in the background. He's, he's still in the background. Not, he hoping, never gets his like come up. And say, well, <laughs> We're talking yeah. as if he's real. Well, how, <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, how awful would the experience be of like yeah, someone your classmate like that does assault you, and then you know is then, sitting next to you in every class? Yeah. And you oh just gosh. keep going back every day. Like that's yeah. oh my god. Chair's just like repressing that for the rest of the film. Yeah, yeah. She's like got to stay positive. She didn't really react too much to it, other than just like. Yeah, I mean that's part of her character. Is just she's always moving forward. <laughs> she she just she doesn't no stop. No time to think. No time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Elton did everything wrong in that scene. You know, Oof. he. I mean, it's not his fault that he kissed her the first time because like she wasn't really seeing. Well, that was kind of a mean little trick he did. Sure. Oh, for when they were playing suck and blow, they're playing with like with the credit card. Oh, passing I, okay. A credit card. I, sorry, them. I wasn't talking about that scene, but yeah. They're, Passing a credit card between their lips, which, which is a game that I never I, played. I've never but, heard of this right, game. I forgot about that. Yeah, but you you suck. The other person takes the credit card from you, and then Elton like very obviously just drops the card and lays a big old smooch on Cher. Yeah, she gets all pissed off. Right. She's I forgot like, about that scene. Oh my god, oh my god Elton. But you know that's the risk of the game. But you know it's also a little pretty creepy. A little bit pretty creepy. Yeah, especially in front of everybody like that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then he goes for the smooch in the car, and she's very clearly like, no, thank you. And, right. and it's weird because he's like, oh, okay, and then like immediately kind of goes back in again. Well, even before and that. And then again, and you're like, dude. 
when, like, he, when he like forces her into her car. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they that do like the, 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 the roundabout with Ty and her. See, like, and it's it, like pre planned. Right. And I knew what, that that was leading to the other scene, yeah, but I was yeah, confused yeah. because I didn't know any of those streets or anything. So I didn't know what. We didn't you know, know that's that's whether or not like, like, she yeah. was right or he was right. That scene made me think of exactly of that Californians SNL sketch. Because like <laughs> half the joke is that Californians are always talking about which freeways they're going to drive on to go to a <laughs> yeah. place. Like, is it that complicated? Get on the 405. Get on the 405. Then you can take it up to Mulholland. <laughs> I want to shoot myself right now. Oh, my oh, God. It's such it's a good sketch. It is a really good get. A good bit. Do you need a ride home? That'd be great. Thanks. Oh, no, I got her. Well, I'm right below Wilshire and Linden, so. Oh, that's right near me. I'm I'm above Olympic. Great. Then Ty, you'll go with Summer, and Cher, you'll come with me. Actually, you could take Wilshire to Cannon, and that turns into Benedict. Well, then she'd have to go back south, and I'm already going north. But you could take Ty on your way up to Sunset. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. I'd have to get off the freeway. I hate that. I go with Summer, Sherry, you'll come with me. Watch your feet. After Elton leaves, we get Christian. Ooh. 50s And, and his character or... could have been handled in a way that would be like a character. But he, he plays it like just enough where he doesn't seem too unreal of a person. Yeah. But he still seems kind of an unreal. In this like high this school, person, too. I, I mean, don't know if this person exists, really. Uh, well, it depends on he's a, he's a 50s what was greaser popular using at the slang. time. Yeah. Yep. You know, because there's all those, like, small subcultures He's of super people. into, like, old movies. That's his bag. Mm-hmm. He likes, uh, what, Sporadicus. Sporadicus. Is what Cher <laughs> says. I know. I was like, I think she's talking about Sporadicus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sporadicus. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I thought... Even down um, to his car. He was, was nuts. Oh, he had a really crazy car. Yeah. It was, it was interesting that they were, like, going out and all that, and he didn't just, like, say that he was gay or something like that, which... Yeah. I think at the time, I kind of understand. Yeah, I mean, um, that was kind of... It felt like they were into each other, but... it's It was one of those things where I, it definitely seems like a, a point of the... They're kind of being themselves, but they're also not being open about it, which was, mm-hmm. I feel like, very representative of that era. Yep. Um, but they handled him being gay, like, like perfectly. They didn't even, like, make a big deal about it. They didn't make a, anything yeah, about D- it. Yeah, Donald Faison says something behind his back, calls him, what does he call him? I want to say Cake Eater, but I think that's, like, Rookie of the Year or Sandlot. That's a Mighty, oh, does Mighty he say Ducks. That? Mighty Ducks. Cake, yeah. yeah. He says something like that, but it's like, you know. Just oh, to, okay. Just to communicate that he's not into ladies. I see. So uh, Cher's, like, cake? the last one to know. Yeah, I don't even know what a Cake Eater is. Cake Walker? What is, what is he says something like that? Well, in, in Mighty Ducks, Cake Eater is... It's like some Minnesota slang, like specifically. Oh, right, right, right. That yeah. is. Someone could eat a whole cake. Yeah. In the, the Mighty Ducks film. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> D, I almost had sex with him. You almost had sex with who? Christian. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo, look. Are you bitches blind or something? Your man Christian is a cake boy. A what? He's a disco dancing, Oscar Wilde reading, Streisand ticket holding friend of Dorothy. Know what I'm saying? Uh-uh, no way. He's gay. Not even. Yes, even. He does like to shop share, and the boy can dress. Oh my god, I'm totally bugging. Well, I guess aside from that line, which I don't remember, mm-hmm. I, I felt like they at least handled it as if it was like a non-issue. Yeah. Which I th- I thought was yeah tactical. he's obviously like dealing with it in his own way and you know well in, in general uh, like Cher seems to be okay she, you know She's Cher is sort of look disdainful of like the stoner crowd but in general their school seems pretty much like a hey express yourself kind of school mm-hmm. like everyone seems pretty feels like they it seems like they feel pretty free to do so everyone clearly has their own distinct style 
So, I mean, yeah, I mean, and that all the seems money like a better, it. yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, if you're going to be in any location like that, I mean, that's <laughs> the kind of place for it. So she's clueless. <gasps> she of is course. She says clueless. That. She does. Yeah. And roll I'm credits. the clueless. I'm the clueless. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the clueless. She just goes, oh, clueless. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't talk about Stacey Dash. I don't know if we want to or not. She doesn't really do well, much in the film. No, right. She's, she's also 28 seconds. years old. 29, I think, is what I heard. <laughs> oh, wow. Yikes. Yeah. She was playing someone half her age. Almost. <laughs> Crazy. <sighs> yeah. I don't really have much to say about her. She doesn't really have any character. She's the one that's just kind of one tone, just mad at her uh, boyfriend. I think she's like... uh, Not even like great friends with Cher. Maybe she's not meant to have a a change in character because it actually helps Alicia Stone's character more in a way. Like uh, Stacey Dash is who Alicia Silverstone is in a way throughout the entire movie. So I don't know. Maybe it's like Hmm. a reflection or a contrast. It'd be nice to give her a problem, but... She couldn't drive. Yeah, I guess I guess that is her one thing. She can't drive, and you're right. That whole driving scene was so good. She, yeah, it is really good. She does have that one moment. Oh, yeah, man. that was amazing. I was like, man, she just needs to go faster. Every car is like coming up right behind her. Even the truck. That was how fast oh, it was coming. Boy. I was like, I'd be scared that too. That scene was yeah. really fun. That was very yeah. good. <laughs> one of the best. <laughs> it's just Bill Pope it didn't even the, need to be there, but it's so. I was so glad that it's it was. So fun, yeah. yeah. It's such an extreme part of the film. <laughs> <laughs> you think your characters are gonna die? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's also it just goes to like, show how clueless they are. Yeah. Hey. In, in high school too, like driving on the freeway was pretty scary. Oh, it's always the scariest the first part time of the being training. the first time being. Oh, on am, the I gonna, yeah, oh, am I gonna get? Oh, I get. I get on the off ramp and off the off ramp and I'm on the freeway. <laughs> Yeah. Too scary. Uh, well, after I got my license, I didn't drive on the freeway for a good two, three years. Oh, wow. More of it had to do with needing uh, directions. Sure. <laughs> Once I got a GPS, I was a little bit more comfortable with doing it. For all the kids out there, we didn't always used to just hook up our phones <laughs> and have directions. I had an actual thing I had yeah, to plug you had a, in. You had to go to MapQuest and print them out ahead of time. Yeah, there was and, that too. And then you have them in your, oh, that was glove, horrible. your glove box and you have multiple maps of places that you like to go to yeah, <laughs> in yeah. friends' houses. Mm-hmm. I was so bad with following directions too. Like oh, those yeah. MapQuest ones, I was just mm-hmm. like, ah, where are Is we? Is it east or west? And I then don't you know go which way's right. Until I started driving, it didn't matter what north, south, east, and west was. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's the most important I know. know. Yes. I was like, I never learned it. Now I need to know it. Yeah, I gone seventeen years being ignorant. Now I gotta know this. Sometimes <laughs> I still reference. don't know. I have to like kind of look at the sun and pretend. <laughs> okay, I think. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that way. <laughs> You're doing little disco thumbs. No one got to see it. <laughs> You're doing like <laughs> not on purpose. <laughs> But now I am. You're doing the Elaine dance. <laughs> now I am. Oh, oh man. man. I don't really have much more. Yeah. Than, yeah, this is a good that, movie. But it's fun. Holds up. Yeah, it's a good one. I was Love so happy films. to see it. I watched it twice. You know, that's true. Yeah. Good music. All the characters oh, do stuff. The best music. Those Some of the time. best. I literally yeah. went to my Spotify and put like two songs from this oh, movie yeah. on there. <laughs> you want to One of those soundtrack. being the general public song at the very end. Mm. Um,. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, don't worry. The credits. Oh, that that clip that we just played a little bit yeah. of. So I'll yeah. play it in the background. Thank you. Thank you. So. That song is so good. It's and a I, good song. I never. So I was it an old song or like of the time? Uh, 
It was like uh, maybe six years old at that point. Okay. I think General oh, Public was like okay. a 88, 89 band, uh, or at least like yeah. their big album. It seemed like a familiar song, but in, like unfamiliar at the same time. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was very it familiar as soon as I heard it, although I'm like way in the 80s music. But <laughs> I saw that band, I saw their cover at one point and on some website, and they were like just talking about like, I don't know, like uh, bands that people don't really talk about or haven't heard of or whatever popular bands and i saw that and i was like i've never heard of them and then when i downloaded that i was like made that connection like yeah. oh i know oh this that's song. them <laughs> so i had to put that on my spotify you were clueless i was <gasps> definitely clueless there that's it that's it thank you for joining us on that episode and every episode that you do the next movie we're doing is an animated film that has the tagline Two tiny heroes, one big adventure. We remember the rescuers. At last, after four years in production, comes the crowning achievement in Disney animation and storytelling. The rescuers. Look out! Here she comes! A bold new adventure. Where is she? Where is she? You get down there and find the big diamond or you will never see that teddy again! That poor little girl. We gotta find her and help her. Meet a cast of captivating new Disney characters. This emergency meeting of the International Rescue Aid Society is now in session. As you know, our society has never failed to answer a call for help. Oh, Mr. Chairman, please, please may I have this assignment? Bernard and Bianca, two secret agents on a date with destiny. And Orville the Albatross, an airline pilot on the skids. Are are you hurt, sir? Nope. One of my better landings, bud. Evan (laughs) Rouge. The Outboard Dragonfly. Poor Avonrood. Your carburetor is all pooped out. With the voices of Geraldine Page. I've got to have the devil's eye. Bob Newhart. Holy mackerel. That's it. And Ava Gabor. The devil's eye. You'll see action. Dazzling adventure. Here is all the warmth and charm of Disney animation at its best. Mayday! Mayday! Walt Disney Productions, The Rescuers. What's happening? Do they want us now? We are going to have us a rich Norton fight. You absolutely, positively must see... The Rescuers.